Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Are you trying to punish me? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. You know You know what? What? I have my new reading glasses on. They're very nice. I'm going to be able to read like the Dickens now. Wow. Yeah. I can't, I can't see it all. I'm very excited. They're very nice. So uh, You look handsome. Thank you. Let's, uh, let's get started here with the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, Disneyland Paris has unveiled dazzling details for their 30th anniversary celebration. That's right. They're going to start celebrating their anniversary on March 6th of 2022. Uh, they're debuting a new show called Dream and Shine Brighter, uh, which, will be, which will take place in front of the Sleeping Beauty Castle, uh, which has come back from its 12-month refurbishment. Uh, there will also be more than 30 uh, Disney characters and dancers during this show, uh, they're going to get iridescent costumes as well, very similar to what the uh, Disney World characters have. Uh, they have a new nightfall show called uh, Disney D-Light, which will take place before the start of Disney Illuminations. And uh, let's see, they have a, a new show called Mickey and the Magician in the spring and summer of 2022. The Disney Dream Factory, Disney Stars on Parade, uh, which has returned after a two-year hiatus. Uh, there are 30 new pieces of art being installed in the promenade of Sleeping Beauty Castle. And uh, many of the, the places like the gazebo, Main Street Station, and Disney Village are going to get an iridescent makeover as well. Now, I think the biggest news out of this whole celebration is that Minnie will be losing her polka dot dress. Oh my gosh, she's so adorable in her little pantsuit. That's right. Designer Stella McCartney, whose father is... Paul McCartney? Paul McCartney uh, has designed a new uh, ultra-chic pantsuit for Minnie, uh, and uh, she'll be wearing it. It is purple. Uh, it's part of the celebration of uh, not only the 30 years of Disneyland Paris, but uh, as a part of International Women's Right Day. Nice. Uh, they're going to debut a t-shirt available exclusively online. And, uh, and then the spring and summer, I'm sorry, summer of 2022, the new Avengers campus is going to open up at Walt Disney Studios Park. Okay, cool. So lots of stuff going on in France. Absolutely. Um, Disney Live Entertainment will produce the 2022 Special Olympics USA Games opening ceremony. That's right. These games are going to take place June 5th through the 12th at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex. Uh, and uh, Disney's Entertainment Group is going to uh, do the opening ceremonies for Good. that. Disney Live Entertainment is the group that does like Disney on Ice mm -hmm. and the Disney stage shows. Right, right. So it, it should be pretty good. Okay. Um, they've got a Valentine gift guide here on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. What holiday is complete without merchandise? Mm -hmm. um, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. And if you're interested in seeing some of the items that are available, you can go to the Disney Parks blog or shop Disney. Okay. Um, the International Flower and Garden Festival is coming to Epcot very soon. That's right. It debuts on March 2nd and runs until July 4th. That's a total of 125 days. Yeah, it keeps getting longer. If we go the day before our cruise, we can we can visit it since our cruise leaves July 4th. Oh. So we might be able to get a day in. Yeah. Um, they're bringing back uh, topiaries, um, special topiaries celebrating the 50th anniversary of the Walt Disney World Resort. There's going to be a new fragrant garden presented by Sensi. Uh, they're going to have the health trail, the healthful trail pre presented by Advent Health, outdoor escapes presented by Off Repellents, uh, Bambi's Butterfly House will return, 
The Garden Rocks Concert Series returns this year as well. And uh, they're also going to have 18 outdoor kitchens and uh, Epcot Farmer's Feast, which will have a rotating menu throughout the festival. Uh, and then there's going to be a Garden Graze, which is a food stroll highlighting five delicious, sweet, and savory offerings. Okay. Uh, yeah, Flower and Garden Festival is probably my favorite thing that they do at Epcot. And I've gone most years. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2020, obviously, they didn't have it. Right. But, um, but other than that, I've been there most years, and I'm excited to maybe get to go this year. Yeah. That will be awesome. Um, the, there is more entertainment that's coming to the Magic Kingdom for the 50th anniversary celebration. That's right. On February 11th, we get the brand new Disney Adventures Friends Cavalcade, starring nearly 30 Disney and Pixar characters. This parade features Nick and Judy from Zootopia, Baloo and King Louie from The Jungle Book, Jose Carioca and Panchito from The Three Caballeros, plus uh, Merida, Moana, The Incredibles, and the Magic Kingdom debut of Miguel from Coco. He's very cute. Wearing his mariachi outfit. Uh, The Festival of Fantasy Parade returns to the Magic Kingdom beginning March 9th. Uh, That was the day the parade debuted in 2014, so that is kind of cool. Um, And uh, also debuting is going to be Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, which is a Cinderella Castle stage show, and that opens on February 25th. It incorporates scenes inspired by Frozen, Tangled, and the Princess and the Frog, as well as a new opening and finale with Mickey Mouse and all of his friends in what kind of fashions? Iridescent? Iridescent. Awesome. I got it right. Yes. Um, The Marvel Day at Sea is returning to Disney Cruise Line for 2023. That's right. I know we mentioned this last week, but there is a story about it in the Disney Parks blog today. So uh, those will be on the Dream I don't know. Yes, because Pixar is going to the fantasy. Marvel's going to the dream. There are some cruises in January through, I believe, March out of Miami on the dream that will have the Marvel Day at Sea. All right. Um, In Disneyland Paris news, uh, the Quinjet is landing at Disneyland Paris. uh, The Herald start of New Avengers Campus chapter next summer. That's right. The uh, Quinjet, which is, uh, as we all know, is the flying vehicle that the Avengers used to get around. Uh, There is a Quinjet in California at the Avengers Campus, and the Quinjet has arrived at the Avengers Campus in Walt Disney Studios. So, uh, as we mentioned earlier, that will be opening this summer. Rumor has it that eventually California will get an e-ticket Avengers Quinjet type experience. That would be nice. And uh, off to California for some Disneyland. Oh, yes. Um, The Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage um, has the submarines uncovered as part of the refurbishment. That's right. Uh, While the ride itself remains closed and no exact opening date has been given, uh, they have uncovered the submarines and uh, they're starting to, I guess, clean them. They look pretty shiny. They do. Well, I guess when the ride's down, you shine your sub all day. Absolutely. All right. Um, The Tale of the Lion King is going to be returning in the early summertime to Disneyland. That's right. It will be returning in early summer uh, based on what is up on the Disney Auditions website. It will be taking over the Fantasyland Theater. Uh, This show has been in Disneyland since 2022. I'm sorry, since 2019. Rehearsals are scheduled to begin in April of 2022. They are casting for seven, seven vocal roles and then a dancer, singer, chorus, as well as drummer. So if you feel like applying, oh, it's too late. They were due by uh, midnight at the on January 27th. I think the more interesting thing is just that it's coming back. I don't think that hadn't started yet when we were there. It had not, no. 
All right. Um, also at Disneyland, the red steel has been installed on Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway facade. That's right. They're starting to build the facade in Toontown. Uh, you can see it over the construction walls, so that moves along. All right. Um, and then the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade is going to feature new Toy Story character costumes. That's right. We mentioned earlier that it will debut on February 11th. Um, but Woody and Jesse are going to appear in somewhat different costumes. Um, so they have a little bit of a new look. Uh, they're more screen accurate and proportional. Okay, and this is at um, this is Disney, at World. Disney World. Correct. Okay. We had moved over there and I didn't notice. Okay. Um, also in the uh, in Disney World at the Magic Kingdom, the Frontierland Hoedown Happening is returning to the Magic Kingdom on February 11th. That's right. That is when Disney characters and cast members dance in the streets during uh, in surprise intervals. Uh, so they're, they're going to modify it for physical distancing for the time being, um, but it will be returning. So it's kind of, I guess, like a Disney flash mob. I've never seen that. Nor have I. All right. Um, the new Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade is going to debut on February 11th at the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we mentioned this once again during the Disney Parks blog segment. Uh, with some additional news here is that a new a new version of Vamos, Vamos from Move It, Shake It, Celebrate It will debut as a part of the cavalcade. Okay. God, that news is scintillating. Oh, what? <laughs> and uh, other big news. Uh, we mentioned that the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be returning to the Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Initially, it was said that the Maleficent Dragon Float would not be participating. Very disappointing. But they have changed their minds and the fire-breathing dragon will be returning and uh, prowling the streets of the Magic Kingdom. Oh, good. That's the best part. It is. All right. What else do we have? We have some Epcot news. Oh, everyone loves Epcot. The final wing of the Zendari Zendarian starship is being installed at Guardians of the Galaxy. That's right. I would say it's mostly complete uh, in the courtyard outside mm. Galaxy of the Galaxy. It's kind of neat Cosmic looking Rewind. hanging there. It is. Um, you can see it if you're in the monorail. Uh, as the monorail circles the park there. So that, mm -hmm. that's very cool. Cool. Um, the Skyliner had been closed for a few days for refurbishment. It is open again. This was the Epcot line. That's right. It closed on January 23rd and opened January 26th. Uh, it had originally been scheduled for five days, but they cut it down to three. Well, that's good. Um, the in Epcot International uh, Flower and Garden Festival has a bit of a mascot. Um, Spike is a little bee. And he is coming back this year for his pollination exploration. That's right. That's a scavenger hunt. And uh, you follow the pollination trail where he collects his nectar and pollinates gardens. It will be available once again this year for $9.99 plus tax while supplies last. And once you complete your scavenger hunt, you return your completed map to Disney Traders or World Traveler for a special surprise. You know what it is? What? It's probably a spike spork. I was going to say a spoon. <laughs> That's right. We, got, we have some new resort news now for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. Um, some details have been released for all the activities that are going to be available during a Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser stay. That's right. They are now running test flights uh, utilizing cast members. Okay. Uh, and uh, they have announced what will be happening. They've released time schedules. Um, and it all goes on to your data pad, um, which is available to guests staying at the resort. And uh, it, it's starting to get real. 
it's uh, you know it, it got some bad press I feel like but it's gonna be it's gonna be neat it did and we started talking about that way too soon so my apologies we're not in the resort segment yet back to Epcot we are all right, all right. <laughs> where are we <laughs> Uh, more Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival uh, news. Mo- something about the merchandise? That's right. There's going to be a Mickey's Home Garden series of merchandise. That's going to be apparel, drinkware, garden tools, and more. Orange Bird is going to have his own line that features apparel, accessories, and other novelties. Um, there's a new Orange Bird, Orange Bird Spirit jersey. Uh, Mickey and Minnie Mouse will have their own line of apparel, drinkware, trading pins, and a magic band. Figment's Garden... Uh, will be uh, apparel, drinkware, and more. And then Spike the Bee will get uh, apparel, accessories, drinkware, and a garden steak. Cool. Yeah. All right. Um, And now at Animal Kingdom, uh, refurbishment has moved to the entrance area of Restaurantosaurus. That's right. Uh, Refurbishment outside has occurred at the Restaurantosaurus Lounge and the Pterodactyl Terrace. Well, now they're doing construction around the Restaurantosaurus entrance. Uh, and that is in Dino Land, USA, in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Very cool. We haven't been to Animal Kingdom in a while. We have not. So a lot of the things were closed, so it wasn't as fun. But I think a lot of it is open again. Mm-hmm. Uh, early arrivals for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser are going to be sent to Disney Springs. Now, this kind of makes sense. When we were talking the other day about Galactic Star Cruiser guests going from the Magic Kingdom to Disney Springs, uh, this is for guests who arrive a bit early. They're going to send you to Disney Springs. If you arrive prior to your 1 p.m. embarkation time, uh, your luggage will be held by Disney, and this will allow you to dine, shop, and enjoy the entertainment venues around uh, Disney Springs. Uh, Disney encourages their guests to arrive between 1 and 4 p.m. prior to the Halcyon's departure. Okay. Um, There is a full look, a first look, at the full Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser itinerary um, for guests with upcoming voyages. That's right. We mentioned this is what we started talking about a couple of stories ago. Um, the uh, data pad, which is part of the Disney Parks uh, Play app, um, is where you will manage your itinerary, very much like the Disney Cruise Line app. So it's your fo- it's a phone, it's your phone, and then right. it has a data pad like app. Correct. Okay. Uh, they now have an events tab as well as Star Cruiser information that you can access. Um, it becomes fully functional when you arrive at the Halcyon, um, but while you're off-planet, you can look at events, the map, the profile, and use your uh, galactic translation tool. All right. Yeah, because you never know when you're going to have to translate some foreign Intergalactic space message. language. Exactly. Um, they have a first look at Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser cast name tags. That's right. Cast name tags and uniforms have debuted. <laughs> they're so boring. They are. They're, <laughs> they're just uh, like an oval with a name in the center. Um, unlike other Disney World uh, name badges, there is no location. Your hometown's not on there, uh, nor is the Disney logo on the tag. So... Uh, it's uh, pretty interesting. There's there's different colors. Managers have blue. Cast members uh, have silver. Um, so we'll we'll see more of this as uh, as the cast populates. All right. Um, the Galactic Star Cruiser schedule that they have released um, includes Bespin fireworks. That's right. Uh, the uh, Bespin is the mining colony that was run by Lando Calrissian in The Empire Strikes Back. Uh, and you will be able to view Fireworks, uh, which is a uh, show over Bespin. 
Um, so that happens at 945 on day one of the voyage. And uh, I guess you'll view it through the uh, the view screens in the atrium. So I mean, are they just broadcasting a thing? There's not like real there's, fireworks? Uh, we'll see. That's interesting because that's really boring if they're just to, like we're on the screen. Need to one of these trips. I don't know, maybe. Um, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser guests will ride in a box truck themed as a shuttle transport between the Halcyon and Galaxy's Edge. So that's we thought it was going to be a bus, but now it's actually a box truck. That's right. They've decided that box <laughs> trucks work better. Uh, they have been running test cruises, uh, and they have seen the truck pulling up to the hotel from the Osceola Parkway. Uh, of course, the inside is themed uh, like a shuttle, um, but uh, when the uh, when the box truck lines itself up with the hotel building, it will appear as though you're getting into a shuttle. Because it's backing up to a loading dock. Right. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, Disney World has begun to remove the iconic purple roadway signs and has replaced the first um, the first ones for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. That's right. I don't like the new signs. They just they kind of look like uh, like real interstate signs. Yeah. They lost a little bit of their whimsy. They did. Yeah. Well, but everyone knows where they're going, though. That's progress, as they say. Is that what they say? They do. Okay. Um, the Grand Floridian Spa has reopened. Yeah, that's exciting. They Very. opened. They opened on uh, unofficially on Monday. Uh, the grand opening was yesterday, so they had a couple days of a, of a soft opening. And uh, this is the first time they've reopened since uh, the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, of course, some of the spa experiences may be slightly altered due to current COVID-19 guidelines and practices. Okay. But nice to see that come back. Yes, it is. Um, Disney Cruise Line is now offering post-cruise COVID-19 testing, and there's new pre-cruise New Orleans, um, a new pre-cruise cruise site for New Orleans. That's right. And they're offering this post-cruise testing now because some guests may be, retire, uh, may be required by their home country or their state to show proof of a negative COVID-19 antigen or PCR test before they return home by air. So Disney, through their third-party provider, Inspire Diagnostics, is offering the post-cruise testing for $98.33 per person, uh, per person for PCR testing and $41.40 per person for antigen testing. Um, guests are responsible for knowing which type of test their home country or state requires and the window in which it must be conducted. Uh, testing is conducted at the terminal after disembarking the ship. Results take anywhere from 45 minutes to two hours, depending upon the test type. This will be available for cruisers beginning on or after January 31st, 2022. And then as Cheryl mentioned, uh, if you are sailing out of New Orleans, you can now get a pre-cruise PCR test one to three days prior to your sail date at the Intercontinental New Orleans on Charles Avenue. The after-cruise testing is a huge big deal. I mean, there's a lot of people who are flying in from other countries and flying back out, and it's not easy to find a place to have these done, especially when you don't have the transportation. You know, it's not like you've got your rental car sitting there. Right. You know, a lot of times you've taken Disney transportation from the from the airport. Um, so that's a that's a big deal. It's expensive, but I'm sure that's it's right. worth and, it. And if I recall correctly, one of the guys on our cruise in January was from the Netherlands, mm -hmm. and they needed a test, and he was trying to find a test. And of course, the airport offers them, right? Um, which I think is the option that he went with. Because how, do you, how do you get to about Walgreens? The, you know? the tricky thing about the airport is, I mean, do they offer them 
with the results that quickly. I mean, the airport by us, it wasn't quick. Right. It was it took a while. Well, I mean, you have to show you show up a couple hours before your flight. You get your results. Yeah. I mean, hopefully they're not sent to you while you're in the air. Well, that would be dumb. And then if you fail, you turn around and come back to the States. All right, moving to entertainment news. Hocus Pocus 2 um, has wrapped up filming for the spooky Disney Disney sequel. Well, at least Bette Midler has wrapped up her filming. Who writes these titles? I don't know. They don't make any sense. Let me try again. Let me try again. I'm sure. Okay, Bette Midler has wrapped up filming on Hocus Pocus 2. Thank you. Wouldn't that have been a better way to write this? It's written so terribly. Okay. Okay. That's it. That's the whole story. That's the whole story. Okay. <laughs> uh, we have some um, updates on what's coming to Disney Plus soon. In February. That's right. We have the final two episodes of The Book of Boba Fett with the season finale on February 9th. We didn't 9th. watch that. Why we did we not watch yet. that? Uh, you won't give me any time to watch it. I feel like I, I, I didn't know it was... I said something about the fact that it was so close to the end and I didn't even realize it had come out and Isabel told me that you had tried to make time to watch it and I must have ignored you. Okay. Um, Also coming in February 2022 (laughs) is Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds, uh, which is uh, pretty good. Uh, The 2022 Husky comedy Snow Dogs uh, is going to debut. Uh, The 1999 Drew Barrymore film Never Been Kissed uh, is going to debut. And we are getting four, the second of four Mickey Mouse specials themed around the seasons titled The Wonderful Winter of Mickey Mouse. Uh, we're going to get a documentary about the making of the Eternals and a behind the scenes look at the new Air Force One. So uh, that is pretty cool. It is a very light week, a very light month, uh, but also debuting is The Proud Family, Louder and Prouder. Okay. All right. What else do we have for uh, entertainment news? Uh, something about Snapchat? That's right. Snapchat has renewed multi-year deals with Disney, NBC Universal, and Viacom CBS that will give a new uh, range of new shows uh, returning and debuting on Snapchat. Snapchat has shows? They do. Hmm. Um, the deals were finalized towards the end of 2021. Uh, according to Snap, more than 100 million Snapchat users watch entertainment on the Discover uh, their Discover component each month. Uh, they have 306 million daily active users uh, throughout quarter three of 2021. And according to uh, the numbers, ESPN has been viewed uh, 306 million times on Snapchat. I'm sorry, 36 million times on Snapchat. It's um, a lot so of times. There are 26 million unique Snapchat users watching uh, football on ESPN. So weird. So uh, returning shows from Disney include Sports Center on Snap, Snap, Sports Center Now, the ESPN MMA Show, College Game Day, ESPN College Game Day All Access, Undefeated on the Yard, Hoop Streams, Localish, What Would You Do, and Marvel Becoming. All right. I tried to watch a show on Snap once. Oh, you didn't? Right. It, it was horrible. You said the like announcing and stuff was really bad. It was bad. very, very quick edits. Unprofessional, right? Yeah, what I would consider to be unprofessional. Because you're old. That's right. Uh, Universal Orlando Resort has a sneak peek at some of the food and drink that's coming to their Mardi Gras 2022. That's right. They have released uh, a video with some of their eats and drinks. Uh, coming from New Orleans, they have a crawfish boil uh, and some beignets. From Southeast Asia, they have a coconut curry shrimp laska. From India, vegan samosas with spicy green chutney. From the uh, Floribian, uh, conch fritters with roasted pineapple remoulade. From Central America, salchipapas. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> from Brazil, uh, chicken cochina. And from Italy, arancini with spice arribata sauce. Okay. Um, and then over at the Beach Club at the Hard Rock Hotel, you can get some muffaletta sliders, sliders, uh, an emerald mojito, and the Cape Gayaba drink. Oh, my God. It's never ending. And uh, they also have an ube ice cream bubble waffle. I don't it? know what that is. I, well, we know what a bubble waffle is for the ice cream. Cones. And it looks like that involves Pocky. It does. It does. That actually, of so, all the things, looks kind of fun. Those are some treats you can look forward to if you're headed to Universal for Mardi Gras. Fabulous. Um, if you're headed to Universal Orlando, you can uh, maybe take a look at the construction for the um, epic universe that's going to be opening by summer of 2025. That's right. According to Jeff Shell, the NBC Universal CEO, uh, who announced on the Comcast's earning call that Epic Universe will certainly open by the summer of 2025 and that they are now full steam ahead and that construction is going well. Certainly they will so, open. So, certainly, unless yes. there's another pandemic. Right. Then, which we hope there's not. Then uncertainly. So, I uh, hope everybody has a good weekend. Until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Beep, beep.